Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. There are some murmurs around Barry Trotz potentially being a Winnipeg Jet by weekend's end or into early next week. We'll talk about the implications of this and where the process might be at right now, and also talk about, for me, a couple of bold predictions for next season and my hopes and dreams for how 2020-22 and 2023 is going to end for the Winnipeg Jets. All coming right up on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. You're locked on the Hockey Jets, your daily podcast on the Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, friends, and welcome to tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Harrison Lee, an avid Winnipeg Jets fan and an online blogger. You can follow me on Twitter at HLivingLoco and at LO underscore Winnipeg Jets. Um, thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. If you enjoy what you're hearing, be sure to like, follow, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform of choice, including Apple, Spotify, Google, Megaphone, Odyssey, and YouTube. As you can see, we've got audio and video versions of this podcast available, so you can take us on the go, listen and or watch at home, whatever platform you want. Uh, we're there for you 24-7 every day of the week at your convenience. Give us a like, follow, and a subscription. We really love and appreciate the support and look forward to delivering plenty of Jets content over the uh, the rest of this podcast's life, lifetime. But for tonight's episode, of course, uh, there were a couple of topics that I thought would be worth talking about. The first that we're going to focus on is talking about the updates around Trotz. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of buzz right now that he and Winnipeg have officially started to talk about negotiations on a contract, which uh, I'm sure a lot of folks were eagerly, eagerly anticipating. Aside from that, you know, I also wanted to talk about uh, some bold predictions for 2022-2023 and you know, what I kind of hope happens um, and sort of what my dream scenario is. Not what I, I think is going to happen, but what I would ideally like to see. Uh, but starting off with Trotz, uh, the Jets and, and Trotz apparently do seem to be having some conversations, and there are rumors that Trotz is actually in Winnipeg right now, which is very interesting. Um, to me, this suggests that Barry is more than likely uh, actually there to sign a contract this weekend. Now, I don't know if it's going to be officially announced, uh, but all signs seem to be pointing towards the notion that the Jets... Uh, and Trotz are going to be best friends for at least a few more years. I don't know how long the, the contract would probably be. My guess is if it's based on him as a head coach, uh, you might be looking at like a two to three year deal. I, I don't think Trotz really wants to coach much longer than that. And I'm not sure if, you know, uh, they would do a contract where partway through it converts into like a management position. I would imagine that they would do an entirely new deal and and sort of negotiate the terms from there. But as far as like a head coaching contract is concerned, I'm going to guess it's going to be a very short-term deal, and it's going to be expensive. Uh, it might be like four or five uh, million per season, maybe more. I, I don't even know what a coaching salary for somebody of Trotz's uh, level of, of coaching ability would be worth in this market. Um, you know, coaching salaries, that's not something that I have as much experience with. Uh, I know a lot of other sports out there, but with the NHL, you have a, a pretty decent variation. I, I think John Cooper might be one of the more expensive coaches out there. And uh, certainly, you know, the Jets, when they, when I believe when Paul Maurice resigned, he put, uh, he left a pretty decent amount of money on the table. I don't know if he 
um, has a, a bunch guaranteed that he's still getting paid or if he just sort of walked away from it. But whatever the case is, uh, Trotz is not going to be cheap, and I'm, I'm still pretty okay with that. I definitely want them to pay up. But uh, as, as far as what his next step is, I guess, right, after coaching, what happens with Barry? For me, I kind of feel like the Jets front office actually presents a really unique opportunity for him. Uh, you might wonder, well, if he wants to step into management, why would the Jets be so willing to allow him to do so? And I think the biggest thing with Winnipeg uh, is that, you know, earlier this year we heard rumors about uh, staff members, players, uh, coaching staff folks, front office folks, just being described as being tired of each other. Not because they really disliked one another, but, you know, you work together long enough, you have your idiosyncrasies, people are kind of set in their ways. And so over time, those sorts of issues start to naturally bleed into conflict and you get you have tensions and stuff. And honestly, the Jets front office could just use a bit of a shakeup. I think we've seen the same kinds of stuff over the years. We know exactly what we're getting with Chevy and Chipman at the helm. And I think the Jets could honestly use a refreshing change of pace and a different voice in the organization. Now, is Trotz going to be the kind of guy that would really be um, my number one management office choice? Probably not. I, I kind of don't know what his philosophy in terms of uh, taking a, a more prominent role organizationally would be because what he does in coaching might not be how he views a longer term organizational development plan. But uh, until that point, we still have you know many seasons before that. And I, I still think, though, that for me, given the candidates that are left, um, the Jets are, are definitely the best candidate. I just feel like you'll have a, a decent amount of create, creative freedom. I think the Jets are going to offer a pretty supportive environment for him to kind of learn on the job. And, you know, he'll have a lot of experienced folks in the org to try and guide him. Again, the only other team that I see really offering this sort of uh, flexibility might be Detroit. And I don't know if Detroit is really trying to spend a lot of money on his signature. Uh, I know that they're probably giving Iserman a pretty big deal. Um but in terms of, you know, how Stevie would probably see Trotz within the organization, I don't know if he would really want him to become an integral part of their organizational staff. My guess is Eiserman picks the people he wants, and he's already got them in place. So uh, I think the Jets might be the ones most due for some kind of a change. Uh, Winnipeg, of course, has been mediocre over the past several years, at times just very bad. And if any squad could use a bit of a shakeup and a fresh voice, it's this one. Is Trotz uh, imminent? I, I, I can't say for sure, but it does seem like it. So, you know, we're going to keep our eyes out if it's announced this weekend. Like I said earlier this week, uh, I'll, I'll do some talking on what I think he'll bring to the Jets, uh, what I think he might struggle with with Winnipeg, especially because the roster right now is a little bit on the weaker side. But, you know, what lessons can we draw from Washington um, and from the Islanders, two of his most recent teams? and how Trotz might approach uh, fixing this team up and getting it back to a competitive state. But speaking of next season and, and certainly Trotz's impact on the team, I've got a couple of bold predictions for the 2022-23 season, which we're going to talk about in just a little bit. But before we go any further, I wanted to shout out our wonderful partners at BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Uh, you'll find all the latest sports developments, including league reviews, news, uh, NHL, Stanley Cup final news, Major League Baseball scores, UFC and MMA fighting, and every sport in between, including European soccer and so much more. Obviously, we're all kind of getting excited to some degree for the World Cup. Um, 
And if you're looking to support and back a national squad out there and maybe even cast a better two on a match, you can do so at betonline.net. They've got all the sporting wagering information, live betting, esports, and scores you need to stay informed and in the loop when you're casting your bets. They are the fastest and easiest way to check on all your favorite sporting events and uh, get live updates as they happen. It really is your number one source for all the scores, podcasts, and news you need this season. To get started, go to betonline.net on your laptop or mobile device to get started and register for a free account. BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Hello, friends, and welcome back to this episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for choosing to make Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. Uh, while I have your attention, I did have a favor to ask before we talk about my bold predictions for next season. Um, obviously, you know, this podcast is relatively recent in the grand pantheon of podcasting history. And so as Locked On NHL and the Locked On Network continue to grow, we're looking for feedback to improve shape the content that you want to listen to and hear about. Uh, so we have this awesome survey at LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. If you fill it out, it'll only take a few minutes. And best of all, you'll be entered to win one of 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. I don't know about you, but free stuff is always really cool. And uh, with how expensive concert tickets and occasionally Winnipeg Jets tickets can be, getting a discount with just giving your opinion on something you already listened to really couldn't be easier. So Head on over to BetOnline or head on over to LockedOnPodcasts.com slash survey. Fill it out for me. Uh, we really appreciate your support and feedback, and we hope that you'll continue to make us your first listen of the day every day. Now, back to my bold predictions for 2022-23. Obviously, uh, for the Winnipeg Jets, there are quite a few things that are outstanding, but I think my first bold prediction is that Connor Hellebuck will be a Vezina finalist again. I think that this year was pretty tough on him. Um, but <clears throat> if you look at the underlying metrics and you look at things like goals saved above uh, expectation and, you know, goals above replacement, wins added above replacement, I, th I think Hellebuck is one of those guys that perennially is is at the top of the list. Uh, <clears throat> and I think, you know, Hellebuck, despite having maybe some, some minor slip-ups here and there this year, especially in the counting stats, he still did so much to try and cover this team's deficiencies and I think he did a pretty good job at times, but uh, unfortunately, you know, there just wasn't enough for him to uh, be able to work with. And the Jets not really scoring a lot of goals this year definitely dinged a lot of the extra support he needed to try and steal wins for this team. So next year under a, a let's just say it's going to be trots, right? Under a really defensively attuned coach, somebody who knows how to uh, get your squad into a better shape and, and more positionally and organizationally sound. I think, you know, we're going to see a big bounce back year from Hellebuck. Not that he had a bad year this year, but in terms of like your save percentage and stuff, the more traditional win stats, all that fun stuff that, you know, the Vezina candidates always have to have. I think he'll be back in finalist form. And I think he'll be, for me, one of the top three picks for the trophy. My second bold prediction is that Pierre-Luc Dubois will sign for six to seven years, around seven and a half million. I think for me... Dubois is a guy that the Jets not necessarily build around, but he can certainly be maybe your lead offensive force on that top line. I don't know if Shifley is going to be sticking around, but uh, I, I was I would assume so, at least for the time being. Uh, I think, you know, both Dubois and Shifley are just kind of waiting to see how Trotz feels. Uh, is, is Trotz kind of like a torts guy? I don't think so. I think he and Dubois would probably get along. But, you know, in terms of trying to figure out the direction of this team 
And, you know, whether or not it's really worth signing and extending long term, I think that's the biggest question for Pierre Luke. Uh, PLD is definitely looking for like a a team that's going to be competitive and that can give him a good place to play for the, you know, the the prime of his career. And, you know, this is a big, big decision point for both him and the Jets. So they have to be careful and measure it out. And if Trotz arrives, I think it would actually sway Pierre Luc Dubois to sign. I think having Barry on the staff is a clear sign that the Jets are wanting to contend. And it's a statement that, you know, they're willing to spend to get there. So um, I think he'll lock in for six or seven years. I think everyone's going to be happy. And I think it makes a lot of sense for both parties, uh, especially if Dubois uh, feels comfortable here with the Jets and likes the city. Now, my third bold prediction is that I do think the Jets are going to win two playoff series next year. I think they'll get into the wild card and advance after that. But uh, I think like a conference finals round would probably be where they would get knocked out if they were to make it that far. Um, But I think at least two playoff series would be fair. I think the Jets are going to be decent, but just if they get matched up against like Colorado or something, that would obviously be a very serious problem. You want to avoid that one as much as possible. Uh, If they were to get a wild card spot, you want to hope that they get into uh, one of the spots against the Pacific Division and not the Central, because most likely the Central is going to have Colorado just sort of greasing through whoever in the first round. Now, if the Jets actually finish top three in the division somewhere in that 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 ranking bracket, that'd be awesome. I don't think it's super likely, uh, but I wouldn't be shocked if it happens. St. Louis is probably going to take a step back. Uh, Dallas is just sort of there. Same with Nashville. So there aren't that many teams in the Central that I'd be really worried about, which if the Jets have a good rebound under Trotz, would put them in a decent position to be an actual playoff competitor. Uh, I don't think that they're actually uh, a cup contender, though. They're pretty far away from that. But at least just making the postseason and winning a couple of rounds, I think that that is actually within reason. Um, But I will say because the team is pretty far off from where they need to be, that's why I would say two playoff series is a bold claim. I think it'd be very easy for them to not even make the postseason. Uh, I, I just think this team has enough deficiencies to where things could really spiral out of control next year. But I'm I'm going to take the optimistic side and uh, say that the Jets are winning at least two rounds and we'll go from there. Now, in a little bit, I do want to talk about what I have as like my ideal scenario, my hopes and dreams scenario for the Jets um, and kind of what I want to see most happen next year. And uh, we'll talk about that in just a quick moment. Hello, friends, and welcome back to these closing thoughts on tonight's episode of Locked On Winnipeg Jets. Uh, we are doing a more brief episode tonight, but I just wanted to give some thoughts before the weekend on kind of some hopes and dreams for next season. Uh, we talked about some bold predictions, and now I want to talk about my ideal scenario. So my ideal scenario right now doesn't really have a cup win yet, just because I feel like that's, I, I think, a little bit too much to ask for. But uh, certainly I would like the Jets to Um, fight all the way up until a conference final appearance. I think that that would be great. It would show a ton of progress in just a short time, especially if the Jets are at least like break even in most uh, statistical categories. I don't need Winnipeg to be perfect. I think that that is always this kind of unachievable metric for most teams. You look at Tampa Bay and they haven't really been all that uh, stellar during the regular season and even during stretches uh, during the playoffs. But because they've had some amazing uh, individual performances and they have the scoring depth to kind of supplant uh, or overcome, overcome some of the obstacles this team has faced. Um, Obviously it does mean that, uh, you know, they're, they're built for, for contending. And I think the jets 
just aren't really at that level. So I, I would like the Jets to try and find a way through. I think more than likely if they do have a deep playoff run, it's going to be because of Connor Hellebuck. But, you know, conference final appearance would be awesome. Uh, at least it gives you a shot at the dance. You don't have to be beautiful at it. But if you can at least cl- kind of claw your way through, maybe this time they'll actually learn some lessons from what goes wrong if they don't advance that far and can start to uh, prep for the following season. Because, you know, 2023-24 is basically the last big year for a lot of the players on the team, which means the Jets need to be preparing for a rebuild. Uh, my ideal scenario is that... Um, <sighs> Uh, they're going to have to make the conference conference finals and hope for the best. But I, I think, you know, a cup win is probably just out of the question. I would love for it to happen. Uh, we saw with trots uh, in the last year of his tenure as caps head coach, it was the worst version of that team that ended up winning it all. Maybe he could repeat something like that with the jets, but I think, you know, as in all things, you have to have an extraordinary run of form and fortune to try and actually get to that point. And I would say the caps definitely fit that category. Uh, I, I think the other ideal scenario is that Perfetti ends up on the first line. I think that there is phenomenal talent with him. Um, and I think that he has the ability to keep pace with a lot of this team's best players. And if you give him scoring talent, if you give him skill to work with, I think Perfetti's natural abilities just sparkle. This dude has just an unbelievable work ethic in defensive coverages. He's got unbelievable passing and vision. He's got a shot that I've, I think he honestly needs to you know, use more of. And uh, there's just a lot to love in his game that, for me, makes him like the perfect Winnipeg Jets player to put on that first line. Feed him ice time, let him learn the game, and even give him some power play time. I think he would be a massive asset there, and I think the Jets would reap the benefits of a guy who is starting to really uh, blossom into a bona fide top-end player. I also want to see Ehlers break 20 minutes a night on average. I think he is our most important player. I think that he doesn't play enough. Uh, I, I, actually, I, let me correct that. He's our most important skater. Uh, our most important player is obviously still Hellebuck, but I, I think in terms of like um, skater performances, of course, Ehlers is the most important guy. This year was like the first year, though, that he actually cracked 16 minutes a night um, uh, going to around 17 or 18, which for me is just not acceptable. Uh, if you have Shifley and company playing like 21, 22 minutes a night, Ehlers has got to be up there. Uh, he really can't afford to be getting so much less ice time than this team's top offensive performance because he is one of them, and yet he's just never earned ice time like it. So uh, my ideal scenario is he's also on the first line. I think if you ran like Perfetti, uh, Shifley, Ehlers, that's like video game scoring right there. I think that that is a superb line, and it also lets you keep um, – Connor Dubois and Zvechnikov together, and you can start to shift Wheeler down and down further in the lineup in a way that I think would both suit his skill sets and his physical ability at the state. You know, he's what, like 35, 36. Instead of forcing him into a role that he's just not able to keep up with, put him in a more supporting role on, on the, you know, like at the middle six spots. And I think it'll really benefit both him and the team. Uh, and in that top six, you've got just tremendous skill and talent, and maybe you'll also solve some of Winnipeg's scoring woes. But I'd be curious to know what your dream-like scenario is. Maybe uh, it's cup or bust for you, which for the Jets it probably has to be, but um, I just feel like saying that is kind of obvious at this point. So uh, I, I'm trying to keep my, my my dream-like scenarios at least a little bit in check. Um, as a fan, you know, speaking as a fan, I think it's been a, a pretty dreary last few years. And so I'm just looking for some really positive developments and progress. If the team takes a step forward, but still misses the playoffs, 
it is what it is. I, I, I just want to see the squad actually play fun, quality hockey. If they can achieve that bar, I would be satisfied. But um, in an ideal world, there's plenty more that they can accomplish. And hopefully they do. I mean, the team doesn't really have long left with this core as it is. And while the future might be really bright and exciting, we don't know that yet. So uh, got to make do with what you've got. And hopefully the Jets can invest in the right folks to lead this team in a really positive direction. But let me know your hopes and the dreams, uh, hopes and dreams in the YouTube comments below or at HLivingLoco and LO underscore Winnipeg Jets on Twitter. For tonight's episode, though, that is going to be all the time that we have. Thank you so much for making Locked On Jets your first listen of the day every day. While you're at it, be sure to make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On NHL covers the playoffs like no other. Hear the latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. So like, follow, and subscribe right now. And as always, have a great weekend. Go Jets go!